Welcome to High Impact Moments, a podcast to empower personal and business professionals to achieve their maximum potential through leadership methodologies. Each week, we will deliver high impact leadership best practices to you. Now let's join our leadership coach, Travis M. Rush, to be empowered, equipped, and edified. Today, I have my special guest, Mr. Tori Stalker, um, with me today to speak on his movement of forward thinking and his nonprofit organization, Strategic Entrepreneur Empowerment, SEE. Mr. Tory, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing, sir? I am doing well. Thanks for being on my podcast leadership um, call on today um, as my special guest today. It's been a long time coming, man. I really thank you so much for for all the the empowerment that you have brought to the table. Been following you for the past year, two years as you have released a, um, a book. You've been doing some powerful things in the Columbia, South Carolina area. Um, man, I'm just excited to have you on the call this morning with me and would love to hear more about what you have going on in the area where you're, where things are leading you um, in this pandemic moment. I just want to hear from the heart of uh, Mr. Tory Stalker. Hey, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Listen, I, this, this thing goes back a long time with you and I. Um, I was thinking about it earlier today, and um, we met back in 2003 here in Columbia um, at, a, at a job we were both working, and it, it kind of baffles me as to how life has its way yeah. of turning things back around, and we came back in contact with, with each other. And the funny thing about it is this. We came back in contact with each other or saw each other, but we didn't make contact. We just saw each other like from a distance, and we kept our eyes on each other, and um, only as of recently, like you said, the past year or two, we finally made that connection. And, and I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to speak to you today, to speak to your audience. Um, I'm Tori Stocker, born and raised here in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I got many books right here I'm looking at in my office right now. But I believe that there's something to learn out of every experience, situation, circumstance, um, up and down in life. So I'm a lifelong learner. Um, even with school, my mother was a teacher, and um, even from there, I got my bachelor's in business, my master's in business. I'm currently working on my doctoral in business, and I just I'm a sucker for leadership. So anything along the lines of leadership, motivation, entrepreneurship, um, achieving success and greatness in every area of life, that's what I'm here for. So I hope today I say something that educates the people, empowers the people, and allows them to go out and engage in any business sector. Absolutely, Tori. And man, I must tell you, man, from day one, when I met you back in, um, in the first part of this decade of, of, of 2000, man, you, you, there was something different about you, man. You, you, you demonstrated that spirit of excellence. You demonstrated that spirit of, of being passionate about what you do. And man, that's one of the things that I must say, and I, I extend, you know, that gratitude of our relationship, man, and, and just definitely want to, um, explore that leadership that achievement in every area man and, and you talk about patience and you talk about how we are to overcome even during this pandemic moment tell me about how patience work when it seems like the world is just crumbling around when it seems like you know we we are having to do things in a slow motion settings where where does that patience come in at man that patience comes in in, in a fact wherein you have to pretty much get yourself settled now, the world right now is in a chaotic uproar, a place of uncertainty, 
Um, people are, you know, they're they're trying to cross every T, they're trying to dot every I, but it's very impossible when you have so many moving pieces. You have so right. many um, different factors that attribute to the overall picture of what's going on. Even right now, like I said, I'm in my office, I'm looking out the window, the skies are blue, the, the birds are chirping, the winds are blowing, there's no rain, no precipitation expected. I look at my iPhone, there's a sun icon across the whole day, no clouds no lightning, no rain, my TV is off because that, that, that outlet and that media can really contaminate your mind right now right. to think that you are really on the losing side. But for those believers, for those of us that have um, a, an understanding of the faith walk we're in, we have to exercise patience because there's so, with so much going on around us, we have to make sure we have a firm grip on life itself. There's only so much that we can control. Now, truth of the matter is, we're not in control of anything, but we are um, positioned and, and charged to live life and live life to its fullest. So right. you go through your day, you understand who you are, what you're called to do, you understand what your purpose is, and you walk in that. Once you realize that part of your life, everything else will work itself out. Everything mm -hmm. else will pan out the way God wants it to pan out for your life. But you have to make sure you exercise patience and don't rush. That's don't right. make hasty decisions. Don't make um, choices out of your emotions. This is not a time for us to be so emotionally biased to where we think that because we're sad today, we do sad things. Because mm -hmm. we're up today, we do up things. Right, but right. you have to be, like, like a, my organization, like you said, it's called Strategic Entrepreneur Empowerment, the very first word. We have to be strategic in everything we do. There is a, we have to weigh our options. We have to see it from, the, from a small viewpoint and from a big picture viewpoint. And that causes us to show how we can hold in on that, that dimension of patience to where we're not making hasty decisions. Right. You want to make sure you do things in decency and in order. That's what it goes back to. Absolutely. You know, you brought some very key points there because one of the things that we're faced with is the uncertainty. But what we yeah. have to do is learn how to embrace that benefit because there's yeah. a benefit in the uncertainty. And, you know, the uncertainty period that we find ourselves in right now is that we're out of our comfort zone. But what we yeah. have to realize yeah. is that we have to get sometimes we got to get out of the, un, the comfort zone to get into an uncomfort zone to discover the real you that lives within right. you. Because as right. long as we're comfortable, we in automatic. But sometimes, right. you know, we're going to get trials and tribulations that's going to come that's going to knock us out of that automatic lifestyle and get into that manual thing where we need to actually be creative. We need to be um, strategic, as you mentioned, to try to drive the thing that God has given us on the inside. I, admit, I hear that you mentioned the things about exercising faith because we know that the trying of faith, um, trying of our patience worketh faith. And so right. we, we know that we have to understand that we got to have some level of faith and you're going to put your trust into something, whether it's the right. news station, whether it's your job, whether it's your friends, you're going to put trust somewhere. And, and right. one of the biggest things that I heard that you say there is that we got to go first 
into patience, into, into our faith before we start making decisions. And talk to me a little bit about how prayer, because I noted the word that, that it tells us that we should be prayerful always. And, and even in strategic planning, even in our business dealings, even in our relationships, how important is it to, to exercise a life of prayer before we start making decisions? That, that's my second language, man. Um, pray, prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer, prayer is, that's just your communication with God, basically by definition. So what you have to understand is that you don't have to, there's no defined posture that you have to be in to pray. You can pray as you're walking. You can pray as you're up and down the aisles in Walmart, or you can pray as you're walking around your house. You have to maintain um, an effective line of communication with God to make sure you are, number one, praying his will, praying the word of God, but then from there, hearing what he has to say. In a lot of cases, if you look at relationships, there is no way for a relationship to flourish or become everything you want it to be if you don't communicate with the other person. Right. It has to be dialogue. It has to be an exchange of ideas. So the same thing has to happen with you and God. You have to maintain daily and throughout the day an, an, an open line of communication to where you can talk to him. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you want. Tell him what's on your mind, as if he doesn't already know. All right. But at the same time, you, you yield that stuff to him. You cast your cares on him. And then from there, don't get up so soon. Don't move so fast. Once again, it goes back to patience. Stay there and listen to what he has to say to you. He's giving us clear insight for the people of God. He's giving us clear insight and wisdom. And above all things, he's given us the understanding to know what to do even during this pandemic. A lot of people, you know, they're opening up cities, they're opening up governments, they're opening up stores. But for those of us that may have that sense of wisdom, it may not be time for us to really go back into a lot of those stores and places right now because, we, you know, there's more um, on the pandemic side that we need to see. There's more of a leveling out yeah, that we have right. to see before we expose ourselves. So it's, once again, it all really goes back to patience again. We have to make sure that we're strategically revealing and exposing ourselves to the things of the world um, to where we don't go out there too hastily to where we um, end up in a, in a worse situation than we went in. One thing we have to do as we, as we get to the end of this, because there is an end to this pandemic, once we get to the end of it, we have to really assess ourselves and we have to figure out when we come out of this, are we going to be better? Or are we going to be the same? Or are we going to be worse off than when we went in? And that's, mm. an assessment, that's an assessment everybody's going to have to make personally on their personal lives, on their business lives. You know, there's some companies that were opening, they're doing well. But they're not going to be able to open once the pandemic opens because they weren't prepared. Right. And like, like you said at the very beginning, I'm, I'm a forward thinker. I'm sitting here, I think... Um, Okay, I want to cross the street. If I want to cross the street, what I got to do? Look left, look right, make sure them cars are coming, and then make a decision in my mind, am I going to cross the street or not? There are things that people are going through in their life. They have to make sure they assess and critique every obstacle, every outcome, every possible outcome, and then from there make a decision about what they want to do. I'm, I'm an I'm a advocate for being proactive. I'm not. Right. I'm very rarely reactive, so I want to make sure you know that I, I weigh all my options. I see what could happen on the bad side. I see what could happen on the good side, and I assess before I make that move. All of that is rooted in prayer. 
because all of that, a lot of that legwork you can take out because God can handle all of that. And then from there, he will tell you clearly what it is you're to do, even at the end of this pandemic, while you're going through the pandemic, anything you need to know, it can be birthed out through prayer, that effective communication with God. Amen. That's awesome, man, Tori. I tell you, man, because the Bible reminds me that the fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Availeth much, yeah. And, yeah. and so true, in our prayer, and as I was, as the patience come, as it avails to us, there's that mm -hmm. thing of action that it will lead us to. And it will give us that unction to move when it's time to move. And right. though, you know, some of us are so eager and so anxious to get back to life, what we thought was normal. But one of my mentors reminded me that you might as well counsel life as normal because what we thought was normal and what right. we our understanding of normal is no longer normal and that we right. must be forward thinking now because normal no, no longer exists and you have to create the new norm. You got to live in what is the new norm as life have changed. And, and one of the right. biggest things to understand what God is doing in this season, you're going to have to get into prayer. There's got to be yeah. that lifestyle, as you mentioned. And, and that's the only way that we can communicate with God is through prayer, um, through our worship to him um, as he mm -hmm. downloads. And I love the fact that you brought up about assessment. Because that's mm -hmm. one of the things that, you know, as I shared with you prior to coming on air is that we or we can't leave this pandemic moment without knowing ourselves. This exactly. time exactly. has got to be a time where we are social distancing. We're, we're practicing isolation. We, we, we're in this period where now we don't have nothing but time to do self-evaluation. And it's a sad day tour when we can leave out of this pandemic, because just like you said, it's going to end at some point. But when it does end, will you know yourself any better or will you have spent the time in this pandemic moment complaining and not getting to know yourself, not getting to know what God is trying to do in you, through you and for you, you know, because in order to be more, you got to see more. Right, right. And you, you, right. Get, you got to be able to know what do you want? You got to be able to know how do you go? How do you do what you want to do? You know, those are the things that you got to examine yourself. Yeah, and then what are you doing? Right. There, there's a, you have to make sure you're staying busy during this time. You don't, you, we have, like you said, right before we got on the call as well, we, this, this is, there's a creative outpour or downpour that's happening right now, but you have to position yourself to receive and understand that creativity that's on the inside of you. There are people right now that are sitting, you know, they, they pray, Lord, I need some time away. I need some time to do this. I need some time to do that. <laughs> Guess what? This is your time. Right. This is your time right here, right now. So one thing I was thinking about too, Travis, was this. I was thinking about what people are doing throughout the day. Now, I think about schedules. I think about um, I think about consistency. This, I, want, I want to talk about that real quick. Schedules and consistency. Now, I don't believe in things to do lists. I cannot, I cannot stand things to do list. Now, as a married man, um, there's that honey do list. Right. I have those. Yeah. I have the honey do list. Yeah. I got to do those things. But things to do list are just things to keep you busy during the day. Right. What I have created, and I did this years ago, I now have success schedules. Because what I believe is that any and everything I devote my time to during the day is going to yield me a level of success somewhere in my life right so even even still what i don't do i don't do time management i do time investment mm, because I invest, that's good i invest my time i don't you can manage to 
sit and read a book for 30 minutes and then put the book down and then don't assess what you read or don't assess what you comprehended. But if you invest that time strategically at the end of that 30 minutes or hour of reading a book, it is your job to say, okay, what did I learn? What new word did I learn? What new concept did I learn? So what I do now, I'm a sucker for John Maxwell now. I love John Maxwell to the core. And yeah. I met him like two or three years ago um, at a university. He was doing uh, doing a speaking at. And one thing he told us is that there are three things you have to do every day. Now, three things he does. He reads every day. He writes every day. He meditates every day or thinks every day. Right. I take on those same things because there is a level of consistency that you have to have, even during this pandemic. You have to have a level of consistency. Get a book, get something, get an article, um, a, a legit article, and read it. Then from there, write down your thoughts as it relates to what you have pulled from that article or from that chapter in the book. And then from there, pray. You know, once again, it goes back to the thing we're talking about, pray um, to see what it is God wants you to absorb from that moment. And it, it all goes back to the time that you're investing. You're investing time in that moment. So it is essential during this pandemic. And you know, you say pandemic, but I'm telling you, man, I look out my window, I don't see pandemic out my window. Hmm. I, I, I can see it on TV, but this, it looks like a regular day to me. Right. You know, I, I, I work from home on a normal sometimes, but it looks like a regular day. I'm just sitting in my office. So this, this time, this day that we're in, um, I really believe if we really hone in on consistency, so some type of routine, don't just lay in a bed all day. You can't accomplish anything, you know, sleeping in the bed until 12 and 1 o'clock during the day. Half the day is gone. Right. If there's people you want to contact, those people are probably at lunch or on the golf course or wherever else during the day. But you have to make sure there's a level of productivity. There's a level of consistency in your schedule every day to where you can go out and see the positive results or the positive outcomes of your efforts. And that goes along with your consistency. That goes along with you having that schedule every day that you do. You wake up, you do this, you do that, you do that. And then it's not a boring thing, but it, it allows you to have that. That's your sense of normalcy. You know, a lot of things may change in our life over the next couple of months or rest of the year, but there is a level of normalcy that you can still maintain um, if you maintain that level of consistency in your life. Absolutely. You know, Tori, one of the things that I'm led back, as you mentioned those things about consistency and schedules, and you talk about the pandemic moment and how you look out and you don't see pandemic, you know, and, and one of the things that I, my, my spirit led to is the fact that, you know, life and death lives in the power of the tongue. Is what right, you call right. it. We're mm -hmm. calling this a mm -hmm. pandemic time, but really, what is God calling it? You know, what well, what what season are you really in? You know, because a, a lot of stuff hasn't changed. A lot of stuff, you know, that we see in the spirit realm or what we have on the inside of us for is the activation of our faith. You know, mm -hmm. it basically is not hurt. It's not in an isolation mode. This is just a time right. again, like you said, there's harvesting and then there's that yeah. planning, you know, and right. this is an opportunity for where I see it as this is a time for us to grow. 
and you know yeah. you mentioned John Maxwell and I am a, a member of the John Maxwell team um, oh, wow. um, and, and his leadership coaching and he's you know I, I love John Maxwell that's one of the reasons why I joined um, to be one of the the team members of life coaching and speaking mm -hmm. um, and, and in that area John talks about growth and one of the things that you mentioned in consistency is um, that I that I love about how John speaks to it is he call it being intentional and, right. you know, and we right. have to be intentional about everything that we do, everything that we want to accomplish, whatever we set our day out to be, we have to be intentional. We can't just be, you know, free falling, free, you know, just randomly doing reckless, but we must have the wisdom, yeah. you know, and like you said, you, we got to get up, we got to get going. You know, if you want to be, I, I remember, you know, as growing up as a little boy, I never really understood what, what the, my four parents were saying when they said the early bird gets the worm. You know, right. we can't lay in the bed and play video games all day, then expect to no. be a millionaire. You know, you got to put work in and whatever right. work you put in is what you're going to get out. And I love the fact you talk about a success schedule and, and understanding time investment. You know, that is yeah. key. Why don't we be, why are we not as successful as we could be? Because what right. are we really investing our time in? What has our attention? What's grabbing our attention? But most of all, you know, Tori, one of the things that I want to pin on and talk about a little bit here and get your thoughts on, man, is, you know, we can have the consistency. We can keep doing the same thing. We can we can change and grow as we are being intentional about our strategic plan. Um, we set that schedule up, you know, and we speak life to our situation. We believe in the vision that, that has been planted in us. But Let's talk about that thing called expectations, because I believe that a, a lot of us failed because of our expectation. We don't expect and, and I'm going to look at it from the be the optimistic side. I'm going to look at it from the glass half empty first and then we can talk about the being full half full. But a lot of times we 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 struggle is because we have expectations, but we're expecting not to be able to do something. We don't expect that we can do. You know, right, as the word right. tells us. So, so what was that expectation means to you? How does that shape? And how does how do you what do you feel when you talk about expectation? Man, expe expectation to me. Now, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I, I had a I did a study on expectations some years ago, and the simple definition, and it's so powerful to me. The simple definition of expectation is this, and I need everybody that's listening to this podcast, this recording. To really to write this down because it's so powerful. You ready, Travis? Let's get it. Okay. Expectation is an open readiness to receive. My my, open Man, readiness. That thing that thing blew me away. This was like maybe ten years ago now that I read that definition. But it it is an open expectation is an open readiness to receive. So you're wow. ready. To receive it you're open and you're ready to receive okay so this is what I, I think about it I think that number one expectation is about your position mm. and posture it's about your position and your posture now I, I'm one that I expound on 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 these mantras that have been passed down from years to years number one when people say knowledge is power yes it is but I really believe that applied knowledge it's absolute power. You can know all the stuff in the world. Correct. Until you apply it, then that's when it has power. Right. You know. So even from there, a lot of people said, and this goes back to expectation. It talks about being in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. That is not the end all, be all for me. For me, it's all about being in the right place at the right time, doing the right things 
for the right reason. Right. Yeah. Then you can receive. Then, That's then good, you're in a place man. of receiving. You, you can be in the right place. Now, then there's some people that say you're in the wrong place at the wrong time or however. But if you're in the right place at the right time and you're doing the right thing, but they're not only doing the right thing, but doing them for the right reasons, you have to check your motives. Why are you doing what you do? What is your why? You know, who, who is your why? You have to you have to define what your your motivating why is. My motivating why is my family. Everything I do, every every podcast, every speaking engagement, uh, every book, every 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 assignment, every initiative, it is to provide a future for my family, for my for my for my wife, to my kids, to to the kids afar off. I want to make sure they have a legacy and something to look back to, or something to live off of. So my expectation going in is that I provide a level of impact. I make an impression to where people feel it and they want to learn more from me. Awesome. So even from this podcast, I want you know people to, to follow me and just to get close to how, to where I am and want to hear more. That's that's rewarding, and you want to make sure that as you have this posture, as you are positioned to receive that you have the right attitude. Mm. You know, we're in, we're in, we're right now we're in this, we're in this worldly situation. The world calls it a pandemic. God, God may have another whole name on, like you said, he may have it as just like a plane. You're in a holding pattern. You know, he wants to land you. There's a place he's trying to get you, but he can't get you right there right now because you're in a holding pattern. Mm. You're just right there, you know, a few a few feet from the runway, but it can't bring you down yet because there's so much going on. There's so much going on in the world right now. But people have to have the right attitude, That's right. the right posture, the right mindset concerning what's going on right now. We cannot. There's no reason for us. You know, I understand people may be losing income. They may be losing um, their livelihood and things like that. But there's a right way to protest. There's a right way to get your voice heard. And right now, for us to be just throwing out weight around and having an attitude, that's not the way to do it. Correct. But yeah. it, it, the way to do it is to go back to one of our first points, through prayer. If we go back to that, that the one of those first points in prayer and it exercise the first point, which is patience, and just stay busy, which was why our second and third point, then our expectation will be so real. And my expectation is that God's going to bring us out of this. He's going to get us through this. As a matter of fact, He's not even going to get us through this. He's getting us through this right now. That's right. We've been in this thing for like 60 days now. And the truth of the matter is, we didn't even know it, but we were probably in it back in December of last year. Correct, yeah. We're, yeah. Running, we're running around talking about 2020, perfect vision. I want to <laughs> see it. And God said, oh, I've got something for you to see. And now we're where we are right now. So five, six months now in this 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 uh this balloon inside this phase of life that we're in right now but i really believe that if we set our hearts and minds um philippians 4 talks about um think on think on those things which are true, true yeah. those things which are right if we get our mind on the right stuff and have this mind which was also in him if we have our mind on the right thing we can finally have a place to where we can receive from him Open yourself up and be ready to receive the best things of God. He don't give us no 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 trash. That's right. Yeah, we can we, ex we can expect greatness. We can expect prosperity. This is the last thing I'm gonna say to you about that expectation. I have saved more money during this time 
that I have in a very long time. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not a frivolous spender, but when I look at Chick Fil A every morning mm-hmm. and then Bojangles and Zaxby's and yeah, wherever that else good, for lunch good during food. the day, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Longhorn and and all these other places for dinner at night, I'm looking at close to for myself. You know, that's like twenty twenty five for breakfast and lunch. Then my family for dinner, that's like 60 to $75 a day unless I say, okay, we're going to cook at home. But now I'm at a place to where we're, I'm in a harvest season. Mm. Now, like you said, yeah. the, world, the world sees it as a pandemic. But I am really in a harvest season. we got to do a part two to this. Because yeah, I can tell yeah. you about unexpected checks, man. I have received three unexpected big checks in the mail wow. over the past two weeks. And this this returns. There's a return Glory. on my investment. I planted good seed, and even in this, which in the world calls chaos. Last thing I'll say: let the world sees it as chaos. It's harvest for me. Mm. That's wonderful, man. That hey, that's that's it. You know, the open readiness to receive. Being in position. Yes, being yeah. in position. You know, you got to be ready. You know, that's that's the yeah. biggest thing. You know. And even if you want to go in and for those that that needs that word, the word tells us what it says. The, the son of man knows not the hour of the day. We must be right. ready. We got right. to live a life that is ready. We if ready. getting ready at the moment, you're not ready. You're being not ready. proactive, looking ahead forward, thinking is being ready because you never know when life is going to throw you a curveball. And, I, and exactly. you know, just as you, you know, this this opportunity of social distancing and the, the less travel has placed me in a position to be able to save even more than me working, traveling all over the country and doing this, because now I'm able to sit down and to utilize the, the God given talents right yeah. at home to mm-hmm. reproduce the very income that I was having to spend so much time out because I was so busy to now it's like, Hey, you know what? I ain't got to go eat out this day. I ain't got to get this per diem and do this because I can do it right here and still feel very good about and allowing God to be creative in. And that's that posture. And you mentioned about attitude, man, that is so key. I just did a series about having the right attitude, having the right Mm -hmm. attitude in difficult times is not about what you going, what situation that you're in. It's about how you're coming out. You have yeah. the right attitude going in. You're going to have the right attitude coming out of it. You mm-hmm. cannot mm-hmm. allow a pandemic moment. You cannot allow the lack of resources to alter your attitude because at the end of the day, your attitude controls not only you, but it controls yeah. all that around you. And exactly. people don't realize that, that they think, oh, well, you just got a bad attitude. Well, guess what? That attitude falls on other people. It affects mm-hmm. other people. And, and you can stunt your growth. You can stunt your your harvest by having a bad attitude. You right, know, you what, are you, what are your mind? What are you thinking? What is your thoughts? Because the Bible tells us what? So as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. And you allow mm-hmm. that attitude to, to filtrate in you long enough until it becomes what we talked about um, on the second point. When you allow that attitude to sit there and foster and foster, it becomes a lifestyle. It does. It and does. when it becomes it a lifestyle, like- hey, it changes. You know, yeah. it changes who you are. That's dangerous. So that's, that's dangerous. It, it can be kind of contagious. Just yeah. like you talk about the, the coronavirus is contagious. Attitudes are contagious too. Right. You can go. You can go in if you go in with bad intentions or bad motives or a bad um, attitude. It just goes in. It can pretty much change the whole 
feel of the room or the, the whole assignment or the whole project. So like, like you said, you have to go in with the right attitude. And that's if you go in right, you'll come out right. Man, Tori, man, I really appreciate it. I just hate it. You know, we definitely got to do a part two of this thing, man, yeah. because man, yes, this sir. has been good. And, and, you know, and to all the listeners out there of this podcast, to um, all of those that are going to come in contact, either through myself or through Tor, we just we, we, we just have the expectation that you will be in a ready position to receive, yeah. you know, yeah. all that yeah. you can gain in this season. Don't let this pandemic moment end. And you don't walk away better than you started. You know, right. all of my list, I tell you, um, I posted something on Facebook um, in my blog the other day that says, hey, when this pandemic over, I'm curious to see what's going to be on your list of things that yeah. you came out with. Get to yeah. work. Work while it's day. Because mm -hmm. we, it's going to come a point where we can't work. It's going to come a point where life is going to take a toll where we're going to be back to busy, busy, busy bees. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Right. You got to put stuff in in order to get something out. Exactly. So, Tori, we See? got the last three minutes, man. I'm going to let you just have their way, man. Freestyle, whatever you want people to know. Please tell us about how we can follow you on the different social platforms, anything that you have coming up virtually, because, nope, we can't get together yet. You know, our <laughs> governors are trying to open us up and put us back. Right. But we can't touch just yet. So so right. tell us about what you got coming up virtually, what you're working on. Um, just just for the next five to six minutes, man, I just want you just to have your way, man. Share with the people, um, promote um, strategic um, empowerment um, and yeah. entrepreneur empowerment. Yeah. Well, yeah, once again, man, I want to thank you so much, Travis, for having me on the call today and allowing me to share with your audience. I hope someone was impacted by something we said on today. Uh, once again, my name is Tori Stalker, right, right here in Columbia, South Carolina. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Tori Stalker. That's T-O-R-R-E-S-T-O-C-K-E-R. -E um, also, my website is www.torystalker.com. So you can follow me on there. If you go to the website, all of the social media tags are there, so you can just jump from platform to platform to follow me. Um, right now, my energy is in strategic entrepreneur empowerment. That is my nonprofit organization, 501c3 um, registered organization here in South Carolina. Um, our um, three pillars are strategic planning, entrepreneurship, and education. So we really gear towards those three areas. And we have the initiative coming up um, over the summer. We have a school supply drive. It's called a 20 for 20 drive. So 20 or more people that give 20 or more dollars. Uh, we're looking to get those people in and get some school supplies for school once it returns and once it starts back up, preferably um, in the fall or at the end of the summer. And then at, after that, um, Strategic Entrepreneur Empowerment would also have a gala, a success gala and fundraiser scheduled for October. But we'll see how things pan out with the rest of the year and how how we'll be able to hold some events. So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, now, I do have three three core values that I live by, um, as in educate, empower, and engage. I believe um, education uh, is, is everything. My mother was a teacher. I love education. Um, so anytime I go out, I hope people are able to learn something from what I say. And then from there, I hope that what they learn, they're able to take it on and it be power in their life to be able to go out and engage in any situation. I'm going to tell my age real quick. I remember a commercial years ago for, for a spaghetti sauce called Prego. <laughs> and on the spaghetti, this spaghetti, this, this commercial, um, there was a young guy making spaghetti sauce for his family. His uncle came in and said, hey, man, what are you doing? What are you making for us? He says, I'm making spaghetti, authentic spaghetti. His uncle said, well, where's the basil? Where's the paprika? And he held a jar up 
and said, it's right here in this jar. He started pouring it into the pot. His uncle said, no, where, where's the oregano? Where's the seasoning? Um, where, where are the leaves? He said, it's right here in this jar of prego. Everything he needed was right there in that jar. I want someone to understand and believe on this call, um, on this podcast, as you're listening, everything you need to become everything you want for the rest of your life is already on the inside of you. Don't allow anyone to distract you. Don't allow anyone to deter you. Don't allow anyone to thwart what you have going on. You have the power on the inside of you. You have the vision. You have the the, the personality, the perseverance, the, the, the endurance to push out that book, to write that song, to start that company, to start that firm, to be all that God has called you to be. Whatever you need for the rest of your life to get everything you want is on the inside of you. I pray I said something today to impact your guys' lives. Travis, we got to do this again. Um, I'm so appreciative of your time, and I hope that someone is changed for the better today. Awesome, Tori, man. Great nuggets there, man. And I, I pray as well that those that are listening, um, those that are following are impacted, man, because today was a great day, man. I'm so glad to have you on. I can only wait to see what the future is going to bring as we partner high impact with SEE as we go forward to um, bring about a change in the lives of the people. Um, that are ready, that are in the right position yes, with the right yes, attitude, man, the right mindset, man. Tori, I thank you so much, man, for being my guest on today. Um, to all of my listeners out there, uh, we continue to um, reach out to you and we continue to pray for you during this pandemic moment. But please believe that the opportunity is there. In every difficult situation, there's an opportunity. The key is, what are you going to do with that opportunity? This has been your high impact moment with Travis Rush and my special guest, Tori Stocker. We thank you. Please visit us on the web at www.himcs.org. And you can follow us on the social media platform at HIMCS20. Thanks for joining us this week on High Impact Moments with our leadership coach, Travis and Rush. If you'd like to get connected, click the subscribe button and leave us your feedback. Be sure to visit us on our website at www.himcs.org, where you can subscribe to any of our services, our one-on-one coaching, mastermind groups, empowerment training, and so much more. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode to be empowered, be equipped, and be edified. This has been your High Impact Moments.